Welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carrie is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carrie is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please welcome your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show, the only internet radio show dedicated to giving you real solutions to improve your health. Not only are they real solutions, but they're natural solutions as well. Because as you know, the one and only true wealth you have is your health. I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc, and I'm committed to helping you find the root cause of your health problem, fix the cause with natural treatments, so you can feel normal again and live your life to the fullest. Just a quick bit of housekeeping before I introduce today's special guest. I'm happy to announce that I'm now working on my next book. The title is Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again for Men. I've discovered 14 root causes of fatigue. I like to call them the fatigue factors. And in this book, I explain eight of the 14 and how they specifically relate to men. And of course, I'll include my own personal fatigue story, along with four or five other stories from real fatigue cases from my private practice. This book should be ready later this year, so keep an eye out for it. That's it for our housekeeping, so let's get started. I'm very excited about this week's show because my special guest is Ellen Kamai. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Ellen has been involved in natural medicine since 1964. She is a professional member of the American Herbalist Guild and is a national and is a nationally board-certified holistic nurse. She's written many books and is a TV and radio host, too. Ellen, thank you so much for being my special guest today on this episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. Thank you so much for inviting me, Carrie. So, Ellen, today I wanted to discuss with our listeners about arthritis because, my Lord, there are so many people out there suffering with arthritis, and it could be the degenerative arthritis, osteoarthritis, or it could be like rheumatoid arthritis. Some people have gout, which is also a form of arthritis, and I think they would really love to know about the natural treatments that are available for arthritis. And I know that you wrote a whole book on this. <laughs> and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show today. So where should we start? Well, I would say that the reason we wrote the book, Arthritis, the Alternative Medicine Definitive Guide, is because after seeing really literally thousands of patients since my clinic has been functioning for over 35 years, and seeing people get and I'll use this word, which is not allowed, apparently, in conventional medicine. Oh, the cured. cured. Yeah, cured. cured. That's <laughs> terrible cure word. Yeah. It seems that physicians are trained that they can manage disease processes, but they don't seem to know that they can be cured. And in some cases, that is true. You know, there are cases, let's say if a child is born with a hair lip, that's a genetic issue, 
oh, or you have type 1 diabetes, you know, then it's difficult because you have to change gene structure or do surgery to change a physical abnormality. And that's why conventional medicine is fantastic. Of course, I am also a professor at a major medical school, and I teach holistic medicine to physicians. And I'm very, very involved with conventional medicine, and that is life-saving. But in terms of degenerative illnesses, such as arthritis, arthritis, it's really down the wrong track because the point is I have seen so many, many patients actually no longer have arthritis. And when we talk about the word cure, what we mean is the reversal of all symptoms so they no longer have the pain. If they've been very disfigured already, that I have not seen reversed, but we've seen a discontinuation of any further breakdown in the joint structure, but also the reversal of every blood work indicator, such as rheumatoid factor and anti-CCP and uh, elevate all the blood anemia very often people have when they have rheumatoid arthritis. All of that is reversed. So when it's reversed for over five years, then we are allowed to use the word cure, and that's what I'm talking about. So it was so exciting to see that happen with patient after patient after looking at arthritis in terms of the buildup of toxic waste products and how to get rid of them, the decrease in the integrity of the lining of the gastrointestinal tract, often known as leaky gut syndrome, which you talk about on your show, the overabundance of disease-causing microorganisms, including something called stealth pathogens. Uh Because I use dark film microscopy, and you can often see these pleomorphic forms actually changing shape in the blood. And then, of course, looking at circulation and pain. When we address these issues with naturopathic and natural therapies, we see a reversal. So that's why I got so excited about it. I really wanted to tell the world, and that's why we wrote the book, Arthritis. So, Ellen, what is some of the research that's out there right now that all doctors have available to them, and it's available to the public too, about where arthritis comes from? Well, it's available in all mainstream literature, such as the Journal of Rheumatology. When we look at something like the mechanisms of action, and I'm not going to get too involved with this because I'm not sure if our listeners are knowledgeable in mechanism of action, but let's say with some of the things that cause inflammation, like TNF-alpha, that's a particular kind of uh, mechanism that causes inflammation in the body. And, and here's something from the American Journal of Physiology, Gastrointestinal and Liver Physiology Journal. This is mainstream medicine looking at the fact that the mechanism of TNF-alpha is strictly linked to intestinal epithelial tight junctions. Now, in lay language, That means inflammation is linked directly to linky gut. And yet, I have conventional physicians saying that there's no data to suggest that there is such a thing as leaky gut. So I don't know. (laughs) I just don't know. I feel like then they are not necessarily reading their journals. Then if you look at some of the curative factors, like, let's say, food allergies. That's another thing I actually hear from my contemporary Mm -hmm. medical physicians that they don't exist or they don't matter. Well, that is speaking right in the face of 
a vast amount of knowledge. I'm looking at an article right here in the journal Rheumatology, the effect of individualized diet challenges consisting of allergenic foods on, again, TNF-alpha and IL-1 beta levels in patients with rheumatoid arthritis. It couldn't be clearer. It couldn't be more well-documented. So I'm not sure what the disconnect is, to tell you the truth. So... As you were saying earlier that arthritis, all of these different forms of arthritis really are rooted in inflammation. And we're always trying to figure out, well, where does that inflammation come from? And so you had mentioned toxins and leaky guts, stealth pathogens, poor circulation, even hidden food allergies and sensitivities. That's a great wrap up. And of course, we always must recognize and honor the emotional and stress connection. Because that's often not only a mitigating factor, but a causative factor, because it hooks into that entire inflammatory cascade. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about toxins. Well, where do they come from? And I, I think most people know, you know, the first thing is if you do want a disease, a, completely reverse a disease such as arthritis, you have to take some responsibility from the causes. And, you know, very often toxins are in the foods you eat, particularly if you're not eating organic food, uh, then you're definitely eating food that has pesticides and herbicides and, and tons of genetically modified organisms, although that's kind of newer. You know, people have been getting arthritis long before GMOs are around. But also, if you are eating your food allergens, and there's some big ones. We like to do an IgG food allergy test. Not sure if you have that available in Canada. Yes, do we do. We That's do. Yes, great. and people can come see you there to get it done. <laughs> I mean, it's so exciting to have that because then we're looking at some things that might not be toxic to other people, but which initiate a toxic response and an over response by your own autoimmune system. So certainly, looking at what are you eating, what packaged products are you eating? If you're eating packaged products, and by the way, that includes supplements. You might want to read all the ingredients. And if there are words there that you can't pronounce or that sound like some kind of chemical, very often they are. And those are the kinds of first things that we remove from the body. So we put people on a diet, a cleansing diet. That's the first step. If they don't want to do that, I will often actually, I hate to say, kind of dismiss them as a, as a patient uh -huh. because I do have limited hours to spend with people. Uh -huh. And, and I, don't, I don't send them away without love. I send them with lots of love and go, you know what, for you, if you're not willing to make changes in your life, um, then really you should stay with your mainstream doctor and your drug therapies because perhaps that's the best path for you. Because people who want to use natural remedies have to be ready to take responsibility for what they put in their mouth, what they do with their body in terms of exercise and movement, and even looking at the difficult stress-causing relationships and aspects of their life that perhaps, perhaps have to change. Sometimes people have to move if they're living in a very toxic environment. Or learn stress reduction techniques, mind-body work, get massages. If you can't afford massages, get a tennis ball and put it on the floor and rub it back and forth on your foot, which gives you a little mini reflexology. So there, there has to be some self-action on the part of the individual if they want to disease the, uh, reverse this disease process. 
Absolutely. So for toxins, a lot of the listeners out there, you can start eating more real food and stop eating so much processed foods. Be careful of genetically modified foods. Um, one of the things that it's difficult in Canada, Ellen, because our government does not label what is genetically modified and what is not. Neither do we. Genetically As modified. Fact, in the USA, it's illegal to to label it. So yeah, we all are facing that problem. It's true. Yeah, in the U.S., you could look for the stamp of certified USDA certified organic. Yes. And that includes that it's non-GMO. That is very true. Very but, true. But in Canada, it could say organic and still be GMO. Oh, boy. It's so hard. <laughs> it's even worse. It, it, it's really hard. So, um, Well, you can visit your local farmer. You yeah. know, there, there are ways around it. Anyway, you do the best you can. But the whole concept is taking active action in your life in terms of what you're thinking, what you're doing in terms of exercise, what you're putting in your body. That's the first step. Then there's many herbs that can be used specifically to help the liver get rid of some of these excess toxins. And they would include milk thistle, dandelion, burdock root. These are some things that are very, very helpful to upregulate the enzymes in the liver that are your natural detoxification system. But you should be working with a health professional, especially if you're already on um, a lot of drugs, regular pharmaceuticals, because there are drug supplement interactions that you do need to know about. And someone needs to guide you through that if you're already using a lot of pharmacological agents. So milk thistle, dandelion, and burdock are all readily available at the health food store. Um, but before jumping into those, you do have to be careful. Just as Ellen said, you do have to be careful, especially if you're on other medications. And, um, okay, one of the things you said earlier, Ellen, was stealth pathogens. Yes. So can you explain to our listeners what stealth pathogens are? Absolutely. Yeah. Because I use dark field microscopy in which we look at a drop of blood under the microscope and we can see various factors in the blood. And I was introduced to a woman named Lida Matman, M-A-T-T-M-A-N. And Lida wrote many books, including an entire book on stealth pathogens. And, and she was a Yale University microbiologist, brilliant, brilliant woman. She has since passed, but I'm so ha fortunate to have been able to study with her so many years during her life. And she brought up the fact that they were able to recognize that there are these microorganisms. One that most people would recognize is the Lyme spirochete. Uh -huh. Do you have that or do they all freeze up there? No, no. We have Lyme disease up here in Canada, too. <laughs> so as we know, our listeners probably know that those are spirochetal microorganisms that can encase themselves and hide. So you don't always see them, even you, if you were to look in the blood directly or if you were to do an antibody titer, which is often done to try to discover them. Uh -huh. So many people really suffer with Lyme disease, which is sort of an infectious arthritis, as we're talking about arthritis, and it's migratory. You'll have it pain in one place one day, one the next, and all kinds of other very strange symptomatology. And if a doctor does a Lyme titer, very often they do not get a positive. Why? Because this is able to hide. The stealth pathogen is able to hide from the immune system, and we know the mechanism of how it does that. It actually is able to cover up the little receptors that 
a white blood cell or other part of the immune system would usually use to recognize that something is an invader and should be destroyed. Man, those uh, those microorganisms are so, they are so brilliant at survival. They it's, really it's, are. It's scary. <laughs> well, one thing that people may recognize, I would imagine, um, another problem that actually causes diseases, autoimmune diseases, let's say like rheumatoid arthritis, is, you know, the overuse of antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Most people yes. are familiar with the fact that that will cause something called the development of resistant strains. Yes. And how those resistant strains develop is also interesting. Like you said, Dr. Carey, these bugs are brilliant. And they know that we have something in our cells, each cell, called an MDR pump. That stands for multi-drug resistant pump. Uh And the microorganisms see this thing working and they go, oh, you know what? Let's learn how to use this pump and pump out any kind of drug that is sent in to destroy us. Uh And so they actually actively pump out by increasing the activity of the MDR pump. But some natural therapies such as golden seal, for instance, the berberine, which is one of the active constituents in golden seal, actually down-regulates that pump and does not allow the microorganisms to use it. And that's why something like golden seal or some other form of berberine is actually an excellent kind of natural antibiotic that does not cause the development of resistant strains. So Mother Nature is also brilliant. Mother Nature is very brilliant. Yes, so um, berberine can be found in golden seal. It can also be found in barberry and Oregon grape. Yes, and that's something that we'll always be using Um, along with, of course, change in diet, change in lifestyle. It's a long list. This is not a cold or flu. We can give anybody a formula for a cold or flu, and they will have a shorter cold and not get the flu. As a matter of fact, many of them have been tested right next to flu shots, and you have better results in terms of decreased incidence as well as decreased longevity of those acute illnesses with natural remedies, and you can see it work fast. But when we're talking about arthritis, when patients come in, I say, you know, we'll be working together. It might not be me. They could choose another holistic practitioner, of course. Um, but we're talking about years. Uh-huh. And if that's depressing, that's too, sorry, but it did take years to develop the disease. And either you change your lifestyle and change the initiating factors or the disease will continue to advance. And when we look at something like a usual, typical, conventional therapy like non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs to bring down the inflammation and pain of something like arthritis. The problem is they actually actively increase leaky gut syndrome. Yeah. And in that way, they make the disease process worse, not better. So that is not any kind of good answer. And I believe that that has been proven in research. Oh, massive amounts of research. Anyone can go to PubMed Anyone anywhere in the world, go to PubMed, just Google PubMed, get in there, and type in aspirin and uh, side effects. And you will see that what it does is it causes holes in the gastrointestinal lining, and some people actually die because of that. So not only aspirin, but many of the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, they decrease intestinal um, coherence and they increase intestinal permeability in other words leaky gut 
So for our listeners out there, if you're suffering with arthritis or if you have a loved one suffering with arthritis, really the root underlying causes have to do with toxins and leaky gut, stealth pathogens, um, circulation problems, and food allergies and sensitivities. Um, Alan, what are some of the herbs that can be used to help with the inflammation? Well, that is, there's such a great long list of, and they are so well documented, and one that probably many of our listeners have heard of these days, because it's really been in the news, would be curcumin, uh-huh. which is from, it's an extract of turmeric. In fact, I always put people on whole turmeric as well in terms of their cooking that's often used in Indian cuisine, which is the orange spice. That is so well proven to have really a vast amount of antimicrobial effects, anti-carcinogenic effects, and anti-inflammatory effects. It's sort of like the wonder herb. Um, Yeah, it really is, yeah. (laughs) It's an amazing thing. But what we're finding as we do more research, that if we combine it with pepperine, which is from black pepper, and oil compounds, you get a much better absorption. So we combine it in very specific formulas along with something like boswellic acid, pepper, as we said, and um, digestive enzymes such as bromelain, because all of these things really activate the active constituent in curcumin. Highly anti-inflammatory. Now, in terms of using something like that, people do get instant results. So they take it, and an hour later, they're like, oh, you know, it feels pretty good. So usually if they've changed their diet and use a combination of anti-inflammatory herbs for about two weeks, you start to have some good days. I'm not saying your arthritis is cured, right? Uh Not at Uh that point. But even just having some good days is very exciting and motivational to keep working on that process. So besides curcumin, what other herbs are out there that you recommend to help with the inflammation or arthritis? Well, definitely boswellia. Uh Boswellia is excellent. And boswellia is really like a a gummy tree bark that that comes um, off of a particular tree. And that helps tremendously. And white willow bark, which is uh, really, really strong in terms of its similar similar effect to aspirin. It has some of the same components. And also we use a lot of external topical agents such as ginger compresses, which we describe in our book, Arthritis, How to Make. Particularly if you're on a lot of pharmaceuticals, again, there's a balancing act because you need to slowly decrease the pharmaceuticals. Uh-huh. I'm not telling you to do that. You need to speak to your physician as you increase the use of herbal alternatives. And then Ellen, for our listeners out there that have autoimmune forms of arthritis, the most common one is um, rheumatoid arthritis, but they could also have psoriatic arthritis. So part of treating um, those autoimmune arthritis, arthropathies, um, is what we would say in medical lingo, um, would be to get the immune system to behave and play nice with the body. So what are some herbs that could help with that? You know what? And this is an exciting area of research because there is so much new data coming out almost daily in all the mainstream journals um, on all kinds of natural therapies for 
shutting off that autoimmune response because we have lots of information about what causes that, such as the imbalance between T1 and T2 um, cells, which are part of our immune system, and they become dysregulated. So they actually cause the body to attack itself. So some of the best combination that I've seen really, really helps so many people is looking at Romania root, that's R-E-H-M-A-N-N-I-A. There is lots of data looking at Romania root and the fact that it is able to down-regulate the inflammatory response only of the T cells that are misbehaving. That means they've lost their way and they decided to attack the body's own system, which is fantastic. There is no drug therapy that is able to do that. So another very good one is rosemary extract, uh -huh. in particular, rosmarinic acid. And we've seen a lot of new research on rosmarinic acid having a similar effect, able to down-regulate those aberrant or lost or, we'll just say, out-of-balance immune system cells that have started to attack the body's own tissues because of them being over-activated. Um, another interesting herb that helps with that is called cordyceps. Cordyceps is quite interesting because cordyceps is really, um, it, that is a Chinese herb, and it's a, paras it's a worm parasite, believe it or not. That doesn't sound too great. But, it, of course, it's purified and put in certain formulas and has been shown to really help deactivate that, um, that dysregulated autoimmune response. So these different herbs, so you're, you mentioned Romania, Cordyceps, and what was the one in the middle? Rosemary. Uh, yes, rosemary. In so you could get rosemarinic acid. You could get more rosemary in your diet, but really what Ellen is talking about is a highly concentrated um, part of rosemary, which is the rosemarinic acid. Yes, and, and for it to have a great activity, most of the research has been done on extract that's 50 to 1, which means it has 50% rosmarinic acid, which is going to be much higher than what you will find in a rosemary plant. Although I'm all for using whole herbs as well. Uh -huh. Of course, begin to bring those into your diet as well. There's no reason why not. And uh, we, we do talk about that in all our recipes. So in our arthritis book, we have recipes that will include these herbs. Ellen, you are, you've been giving us such great information today about arthritis. I wish we had more time that we, I could just keep picking your brain and that oh, you we'll could <laughs> keep giving our listeners um, even more information. But we're starting to run low, low on time. So how can our listeners find out more about you and, and where can they find your arthritis book? Well, great. Best place to go is naturalnurse.com. That's all one word, naturalnurse.com. And uh, we have lots of classes. We have lots of online classes. You can get certified in herbal medicine. You can take personal classes for your own health and wellness. Our books are under books. I've written 12 books. They're all there, including the arthritis book. And we have certain products we've put together specifically with this, these herbs. One is called Enflamend, and that's on the products page. And T1, T2 Balance specifically for turning off that autoimmune response. And you can always get in touch by going to naturalnurse.com as well. So for our listeners out there, if you're in the, if you're in the car or you're biking or you're jogging, I'll make sure that 
um, that link is in the show notes so that you can easily find Ellen and easily find her books. Ellen, thank you so much for being my special guest today. This has been an awesome interview. Oh, well, thank you so much, and everyone have a wonderful day. All right, that wraps up this very special episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show with with Ellen Kamai. And I want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. And I'd like to invite you back next week for another episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc. Have a great week, everyone. You've been listening to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carey is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carey is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please tell your friends about the Functional Medicine Radio Show, and we'll see you next week with more from Dr. Carey.